Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. Oh, my God, that waveform looks really fun. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. Oh, my God. When you started doing that, it just cut out. So you must have, like, blown your, <laughs> gate, your like levels or some shit. I don't know. Um, welcome to the show, guys. Oh, boy. Um, I have a story to tell. Before we get into the juicy Marvel Sports content for today. But uh, before I do, um, one of our uh, live chatter beautiful people um, asked us, asked me and Waff, do you got? I tried to read it and I just said the words wrong. Do you guys consider yourselves Marvel influencers or do you cringe at the sound of that? It's a good question. Um, I forget often that there are a good chunk of people that do listen to this weekly. There's a good 200 people at least that listen to the words that me and Waff have to say weekly and might be affected in some way with their fantasy teams or with their perspective on Marvel Sports community by those words. And some episodes that are really important, like the Dion one or the interview with Greg, what? have a lot more people. I think that in a small way... Um, we are Marble influencers. Um, we can affect people's opinions and, and views on Marble sports. Um, I think... <sighs> I'm fine with it. I don't cringe at it. What do you think, Will? Uh, I don't cringe at it either. I just, it's just kind of weird to think about it that, like, yeah, I, I, my words influence people. But then, like, I kind of think about, like, the fact, like, yeah, there are a bunch of YouTubers who also influence me, and they don't know it either. And so, like, I guess, like, just, like, imagining my perspective, like, I'm putting my, myself in the shoes of a viewer that I guess maybe I would be influencing someone. And that just seems kind of a weird thing to to actually be, like, to be, to influence someone else's opinion on something. That, that seems very strange. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's, But it's really cool. It's really cool that, like, because I exist, somebody else put Savage Speeders on their fantasy team when they weren't originally thinking so. Because I exist, people understand that Dion isn't the best CEO of the uh, Marble Sports JMR. I don't know why I said Marble Sports JMR organization. Because I well, because me and Waff exist. Really, I just wanted to make the sentence shorter. But because me and Waff exist, people have different views on what makes a good Marble Sports video and what should and should not be in a Marble Sports video and encourage creativity on what they think should be added to an event in Marble Sports for the future. So it is really cool um, in that regard. So um, it's fun to think about that. It's fun to be excited about that. Um, but before we begin, tell a fun story. So I was at work today, and um, it was a cloudy day. Uh, I lifeguard at a country club, so me and one other guard just sitting there chilling. It's a cloudy day. There's like a couple families there um, because I guess they just had nothing to do. It was kind of warm out still. It was just one of those like warm but cloudy days, so it wasn't busy, but there's still those couple people. 
Um, one of the families left, um, and it was just this one family with, uh, it was like a mom and her two daughters, or mom and her daughter and her daughter's friend. I have no idea. Um, but they were there doing stuff in the pool. And for some reason, uh, me and my friend Peter, he's a lifeguard guy, we were just... Uh, we were just trying to have fun. So we they were they, the family had been there for a while and we were like I was like listen Peter. Let's bet on when we think they're going to leave. And we didn't bet any money on it because he actually we actually bet money, not money. We bet something. We bet actual things on uh, something else and then I won the bet so Peter's like, "Okay, I'm not betting anything anymore. I'll just bet for fun." So, um we bet um just for fun on when they were going to leave. I said it was three o'clock at the point. I said, okay, they're gonna be out of here by three forty-five. And Peter's like, okay, they're gonna be out of here after three forty-five, before four fifteen. All right, so we put, locked our bets in, and we were like, we had, when we started, we were just like, this is just stupid for fun. We figured that they were either gonna leave at three thirty or leave at like four, and it was just would be not too interesting, but at least something. At three thirty-five, they get out of the pool. And we start watching the clock on our phones, bro. <laughs> and it, it just slowly ticks down. So the minutes slowly tick up towards 345. And they're like taking their time drying off. The girls are brushing each other's hair like Barbies or whatever. They look, uh, just overdoing it, all right? They had that dried off for about 20 years. And we were just like staring at they kept checking our phones for the time as they kept going through the processes of having to, having to leave so it was like 340 and they were like still drying themselves off with the towel and all their shit was all over the place then it was 342 and then they were starting to put things in their bags and shit and i was like dude come on come on get out of here get out of here and um peter of course was like don't get out of here yet and um at like 344 the mom picks up her stuff the girls pick up their stuff they start walking out then the mom stops, she looks over at us, and she's like, I'm going to go get the car, bring it up here first, and then pick him up. And I'm like, oh, I just died laughing right there when she said that. And she was so confused because, like, because she had to do that, of course, she wasn't going to get that done in, like, 10 seconds. It was, like, 10 seconds at that time um, before 345 changed to 346. So I was just like, ugh, and I just fell on the floor and started laughing. And <laughs> Peter just started laughing. And she was so confused, but... Uh, um, they actually ended up leaving like right at 346 and I was like, oh my God, the actual odds of it being right at the time we bet on is ridiculous. So we had the, it was a really fun moment. It was fun. The stress and the suspense of us just sitting there for 10 minutes, checking our phones. And just, it's funny that they didn't even know. They didn't even know that we were like hoping they would leave at a certain time, but, but it was really, it was a really hilarious, um, moment. So yeah, you can make fun out of a boring situation is what I'm trying to say yeah, I guess that's proof of it. Yeah, and then um, then when they all left, we took out and we threw trick shots into little cups with golf balls. It was really fun. That's what we do when there's nobody there at the pool. It's, we entertain ourselves because sometimes, you know, sometimes I'll just sit there and watch something on my phone if no one's there, but eh, sometimes that's just boring. So anyways, um, that's that <laughs> we have to talk marbles so let's get to the uh the news johnny marble take it away we have a lot of news this week Marble Sports fans, I am 
not Johnny Marble. Nope, that's right. This is the one and only Commander Wolf. Uh, so Johnny is actually feeling kind of burnt out on voice work as they not only do our show here, but they also do work for other people. So I felt it was fair to give him a time to kind of recharge his batteries and come back stronger than ever. So uh, instead, I shall be delivering the news today. As always, we are sponsored by The Marble Hotel. Wherever you roll, we'll be there. Event 4 of Marble League 2021, The Funnel Endurance, was an incredibly nail-biting event to watch. In Heat 1, Mo from Team Momo struggled throughout most of the event, and after being the second Marble to reach the final funnel, it seemed like they wouldn't be moving on. However, in an incredible display of endurance and control, Mo ended up finishing second in the Heat and moved on to the finals. Heat 2 was very much the opposite of Heat 1, as Rezzy from the Raspberry Racers held a dominant lead over the rest of the competitors, but could only be described as a near-perfect run. Even after all the other marbles finished, Rezzy still remained in the second-to-last funnel, and by the end, they finished 36.26 seconds ahead of Shock in second place. In the final heat, it seemed like Rezzy had used up most of their stamina, as they started plummeting through the funnels very quickly and was the third marble in the final funnel. But just like Mo before them, they managed to hold on and face off against Mocha in the closest funnel battle I have ever seen! It was down to the wire, but Rezzy ultimately gave out first, leaving Mocha as the victor. The Chocolatiers took home their first gold medal since Long Jump in 2017, followed by the Raspberry Racers in second, and Rojo Dos from the Rojo Rollers in third. And now, for Event 5, the 5-meter relay. This event tested not just the speed of the marbles, but also their teamwork, so everyone needed to give their best effort. The most surprising performance came from the O-Rangers, who've had a good history with relay these past few years and even hold the current Marble League record, when they started strong but then fell to dead last in the semifinals. Moving on to the finals, things were fairly even after the first pass-off, but after the second, the Savage Speeders rocketed ahead of their competitors, secured first, marking their fourth gold medal in the five-year history of this event. Not to be forgotten are Team Momo who claimed second, and the Shining Swarm in third. Finally, we have a brand new event, Jousting. This event is the third duo event in Marble League history, which pitted two marbles from a team against another in an attempt to push a large ball bearing into the opposing side. The event featured several great performances, such as marbles rolling back up and down the starting ramp to get an extra hidden, and the incredibly close victory by the Hazers over the Rangers in the semifinals. In the bronze medal match, Team Momo beat out the Savage Speeders to claim third. In the gold medal match, the Hazers stole the show with the highest score of the event and took home first, leaving Mellow Yellow with second. The competition is really starting to heat up, and with the Savage Speeders finally getting back in their groove, it's only going to get tougher for the other teams. Well that was the news, and I'm glad you stuck with me. This might become a regular thing, not really sure, but we'll see as the weeks go by. I'm Commander Wolf, you are the best fans in the world! Let's kick it on back to Brendan and, well, myself, for the podcast. We have returned from the news. Thank you to Johnny Marble for the 106th time, even though actually it's not that many. It's like 100. Yeah, it's not that many. It's like 90. It's, it's close. Nine. Um, for many time, the many and the nth time, we'll say, for doing the news. He does a great job. It's true at least once. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we have a lot of marbles to talk. We are going to hit that mail bag real quick. See what y'all have to say. And then we're going to uh, go through each of the three events. We're going to rate them out of 10. We're going to talk about 
cool things in the events and that stuff. We'll probably throw our fantasy, current fantasy standings in before we do that as well. But let's hit the emails. Let's see what you guys have to say about the past uh, few uh, couple of events here in Marble League. So here we go, starting with Alex is cool. Always a good emailer. By the way, you can email us. You can. You can email us. Uh, mswpodcast at gmail.com. Um, please email us. Please just say anything about marbles or anything at all. We want to hear it. mswpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, my gosh. I forgot what, what Alex titled the email. <laughs> he, he titled his email Martha Dump Truck. I don't know why. So Alex says, RIP Ducks. Um, yeah, Ducks have been up and down this season, but eh, they've been, yeah, they really have been up and down. Um, he says, also, I am currently making a real-life replica of Waff's bowling alley out of cardboard and a Pepsi-looking marble. Bren's marble oh, is yeah! really, really hard to make. <laughs> yeah, my marble is like a really bitchy marble to make. Black with a gold cat's eye. That's like, I like someone, um, Bill from the Racing Marble League had a marble maker try to make my marble and sent me two of them, and both of them are good, but they're not my marble. Um... It's well, hard. I feel like I, your marble, I, I think, is, like, scientifically impossible as of right now, dude. Like, to get the way you specifically want it to look. Uh, I'm sure someone will figure it out. Um, but in the meantime, um, thank you for telling us that. I'm excited to see what Waff's Bowling Alley looks like in your uh, imagination. I am very interested as well. I, wa- I want to know what this looks like. All right. Uh, the next the next email is titled Marbles. <laughs> Classic. All right, uh, he says, Dear MSWP, Hi, this is Ethan, age 11. I am writing in about a few topics, including my fantasy team. Um, The numbers are their multiplier, by the way. I figured that out reading it later. Okay, so... All right, I'm just going to go. The first thing he has, number one, Raspberry Racers. All right, Raspberry Racers have always been an overlooked team, but I'm about to provide evidence that shows they aren't that bad. All right, let's hear it. The Raspberry Racers won the amazing marble tournament back... Now, you know what? No. I don't even want to hear about the amazing marble tournament. That is just... I can see Waff... I can see Waff's face right now. I see Waff's face right now. He's laughing. He's laughing. Uh Uh-uh. Amazing... Amazing marble race is not... Is not in... Accepted in my vocabulary. Okay? Um, But listen. Hey, you know what? I didn't even give him the time of day. Let's read his email. The Raspberry Racers won the amazing marble tournament... Back in 2018, a tournament testing skill and speed. Is that so? Is that so? Uh, it's not just a filler tournament. Wasn't that just a filler video to waste I, some Honestly, time? like, why? I, I do, I, got, I gotta agree that, like, it does feel like people put more weight on that than they really should. I agree. I agree. It's like one, wait, isn't it just, is it literally just one video, right? Yeah, it's just one video. <laughs> that's true that's true live chat they do put weight on it they like the team but you know what let's keep reading also they won the 2019 marble league well there's some evidence um yeah. showing the maze tournament was not a fluke um i don't think the maze tournament had anything to do with the win in the 2019 marble league i really do not um i think you can still provide really good evidence for raspberry racers being a good team and just delete the sentence about the amazing marble tournament um okay they did do that showing the maze tournament was a fluke even though they didn't do well in m1 you could say that they didn't do good because it was individual racers. That's fair. And not the whole team racing, like in the Maze Tournament. Also, exactly half of the 2019 events were the, were the whole team. Finally, I want to talk about the current Marble League. The first two events, the whole team was there. 
in the third, they didn't do good because it was just Razzie. In Final Endurance, I think they did good because they are naturally slow <laughs> without the whole team. I think that they're uh, that as long as there are team events, I think they can do good this year. Um, you neglected to mention the fact that they absolutely destroyed it in the qualifiers this year as well. That would have been some nice evidence. Um, I'll throw that in mm-hmm. to help you out a little bit. Um, I think this is a lot of evidence for the Raspberry Racers being a valid team this year. I think that you might have yeah. something where the Raspberry Racers are a high performance team when it comes to teamwork. I, I feel like you or me said that like a couple episodes ago, maybe. I don't know. Like I, we, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, they're my time three pick for a reason. Yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah, Woff is times three picked them, and he's actually doing well this year. So they are a good team. Um, I think that they're not going to win this year, but I think that it's very true that they are not a bad team. So I agree with you. Now, next one, Oceanics, also numbered as one. I don't I don't know why. Um, but Oceanics, was it a good idea to fire the Oceanics coach back in 2019? I looked back at the Oceanics' performances in the Marble League, including the Winter Marble League special, and saw maybe it wasn't the best idea. Hmm, interesting. Back in 2016, they finished in 10th. The next year, they got 11th. Then they got 3rd in 2018. In 2019, they got dead last, leading to the firing of the coach. Things didn't seem to be getting better as they finished in 10th, like they had done in 2016. It was like they were starting over. I think the coach must have trained them well, though, because they came back and won the Winter Marble League special. Yeah, that was very odd that they won that. Another reason they might have won is because they have always raced good in winter. It's true. I said at the beginning that firing the coach wasn't the best idea, and now I'm going to tell you why. Thank you. Back in 2019, they qualified. They also qualified in 2016, 17, and 18. With their old coach, you used the wrong there, there, there. Um, the old coach, they qualified for everything. They didn't qualify this year with the new coach, and that's a good point. They were t- tied in dead last at the qualifiers. I calculated their averages with the old couch. <laughs> old couch. Uh, old coach, I know what you meant. And the new one. For this year, they got 23rd place because they qualified 23rd, combining group A and B. With the old couch, their average was 10th place. And with the new co- coach this time, the average is 11.3333. Maybe they shouldn't have fired the coach. Um... Left a lot of dead air here. I have to disagree with you on that. I really actually have to. I think that there's not enough long-term data with the new coach to to provide accurate weighted evidence for those numbers. I also think that the Oceanics are, besides with the exception of winter, without the coach, they're just bad. The evidence you provide points me to the fact that if they're not racing in winter, if they are not racing on ice, they just aren't a good team. All right? Throw in a couple new events in the qualifiers like Swing Wave, and the Oceanics aren't going to be able to handle themselves. All right? I don't think that the old coach was doing them any good. I don't think the new coach is doing them much good. I don't think the coaches are really the effect here on the O-Ranger, to Oceanic, sorry. Yeah, that's what I was so confused about. Like, I was like, wait, oh, wait, oh, they fired Rango? When? And I was like, but now... <laughs> you thought it was O-Ranger the whole time? Damn. Yeah, I, I was so confused. Like, what? when did this happen? Um, But my point being that I don't think the coach is the reason the Oceanics are bad. 
I think he needs some new players on the team. And I think I said that back when they got last place in 2019. Yeah, it was 19. 20. 19. It was 19. I said that maybe they should have two new players on the team. And they didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, the uh, coach also, is immaterial oh. right now for the Oceanics based on the data you put. You gave me data. You gave me numbers. You gave me a bunch of numbers. Your numbers say that the Oceanics are bad all the time. If you think there's a difference between averaging 10th and 11th place, then I have to tell you that I think you're wrong. If you're averaging under 8th place, if you're within one placement with two different coaches, then your coach is not doing that much for you. Yeah, it's that's not that's not a big enough difference. Also, the Razzie Racers thing with the final endurance, that was Rezzy, not Razzy, which actually, we'll talk about that later, but Rezzy is not normally good at final endurance, so this is kind of like a redemption for them. But it's good to hear. We'll, we'll we will talk, talk about that well, we Final endurance later. is different this year. We'll talk about it when we get there. But I just want to let you know that maybe your data, while very true, is more revealing of the fact that the Oceanics need to work on, that's a team, just on their players, on the performers, not the coaches. Thank you for writing in on that. Rapidly. Yes. <laughs> Next topic. I know you want us writing. <laughs> I do want people writing in about rapidly. Shit. All right. People, not, not many people did. I, a couple people did, I think. I know you want us writing in about rapidly, so I will tell you my opinion on them. I think this goes back to Marvel 1 here. I think replacing rapidly isn't the best choice. Well, I'm about to yell at you. Uh, <laughs> I'll, re I'll read it out. Because of rapidly. Oh, it was wasn't fantasy. They just forgot to put number two next to Oceanics, but one instead. Oh. Yeah, I... You can't pick Oceanic, sir. Um, you can't pick rapidly either. He's a marble. <laughs> what are you talking I about? Okay, I sped through this like when I first saw it. All right, okay, because I, I was waiting for today. I'm sorry. All right, okay. Um, I think replacing rapidly isn't the best choice because if rapidly was so bad, the Savage Beaters would never have had enough points to finish in second. Something I want to compare this to is the Cobalt. Cerulean got six in the individual racer standings, which could have been good for the team, but it wasn't. Because Azure finished in 35th. Wow, that sucks. <laughs> I have to be honest. 35th is, sounds really bad on paper. Rapidly finished 6th in the individual racer standings in uh, Marble 1 Season 1. This year, they got 14th, still in the top half. Rapidly got a bronze and a gold. This shows that both teammates didn't do that bad compared to teams like the Cobalts or Thunderbolts, who had a good racer, but their teammate was letting them down. I think replacing Rapidly would be a huge risk because they can still help their team get second. They have experience in Marble 1, which shows what they won at Midnight Bay in Marvel 1 Season 2. The risk is worse than reward right now, and unless they do really bad in M1 Season 3, I think it will remain that way. I'm going to let Waff answer this because he probably knows who I'm about to rant about for a minute, but I'm going to let Waff talk first. What do you think about what he just I said? I can definitely see their, your point on that, but at least for me, like I've never, I've never been of the mindset that Rapidly is a bad racer, but more that like one of the other speeders could do better than them and but i do understand like the fear of like you know well at least they are proven to be at least a top half racer so they can at least get some good points for the whole team but at the same time you got like, like you gotta take those risks sometimes like that's just how it is i think i think i think the reward there's yeah. actually more to gain than to lose especially because the the cat size dom and are dominant in m1 right now 
They need they need something to really get that advantage. Um, that's another good point. But here's the two points I'm going to bring up. Number one, uh, the Savage Speeders don't want to finish in second. Let's just get that out of the way. That's not okay for the Savage Speeders. They don't want to be a second place team. Number two, it's not a risk to replace rapidly because the Savage Speeders are so good. It's a, re- it's a risk. It, it's probably more of a risk to, uh, to replace Azure with a different Cobalt than to replace rapidly than to replace rapidly with a different Speeder. Okay, now you're going to defend that. How is replacing Azure more of okay, a risk? Okay, Azure How- might not be a risk because he's 35th, so you can't get any lower than that. But my point being, it's not a risk to replace rapidly because the other players on the Savage Speeder are all good. The Savage Speeders are that good that they're... Each of their marbles are all very good racers. And the Savage Speeders are not good with second place. And Rapidly got zero points like three times. He's not a bad racer, but four Savage Speeders. For an elite team as good as the Savage Speeders, Rapidly way underperformed this year. And that's not okay. When you have teams like the Crazy Cat Size who can't get out of first place. I'm not saying that Rapidly is bad. I'm saying that if you look at the team you have. The Savage Speeder team you have. You have better racers on that team. You have Wizzy. We looked at the stats for Wizzy in, in, in Marble League racing events. It was either Wizzy or Swifty that were like really good. And worth a chance. It was Swifty. It was Swiftly. Thank you, live chat. Thank you. We appreciate you very much. Rapidly is not necessarily your best speeder racer. And as a team, no matter how good you are, no matter what place you can maintain, I know first and second is good, but your job as a coach, your job as a team, is to put forth your two best racers out in Marbula 1. And right now, compared to the other players you have in the bank, Rapidly is not that player. His force for four races could be thrown in the garbage. They they were all bad. If it wasn't for the last two, he'd be down with Azure. Having very badly made coffee, probably. I don't know what bad racers get to drink after the race, but probably not very good things. All right? I feel like they all get to drink the same water and energy drinks, but (laughs) whatever. I, I think, I think, and my, and you know, I'm very strongly opinion about rapidly, but I think the, the, the opinions regarding how the Savage Speeder should proceed in this situation is different than if another team had this situation with, uh, with Speedy and Rapidly, um, or a different team had those two marbles in the same finishing positions and the same second place. If you, if, if Cobalt had a sixth overall, or what was it? Speedy was like something overall. And then 14th overall, and they finish in second. I'd be like, keep that same team for the Cobalts. Because we don't know if the other two Cobalts team uh, uh, racers are good. But we know the other two Savage Speeder racers are good. And we know the chances of a different Savage Speeder racer doing worse than rapidly, getting four races where we get absolutely no points on the board, is very, very low. That's enough Marbula 1 for today, though. I guess it's being fair to them real quick that like, you know, they, they uh, unless they've been doing some practice races that then, uh, you know, 
rapidly um, has more M1 experience than the rest of the team. And as we've talked about before, M1 track racing is different. It's like how the cat size, like blue eye is good on elemental stuff, but red eye was really good on just M1 track specifically. It's like there are marbles that do better on certain things. For all we know, the speeders, with the exception of like only like speedy, are are terrible on M1 tracks. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll have to remains to be seen. We're still in this email. Fantasy, he says. Okay, I was too late to submit, but I'm keeping track of my points. After the first four events, I have 277. Well, let's see where that is. We will get to talking about our fantasy. Well, 277 would put you um, <laughs> in almost last. <laughs> and actually almost last. Oh, after the first four events. Oh, and I don't know, because this shows the first five. So actually, you might be up, up, up yeah. much higher. Um, he goes crazy cat size times three. Um why the cats have been dominant recently? I knew they would be my first pick. I, I, crazy cats is not going to win this year. I almost picked yeah. them, but I don't think they're going to win this year. Um, Thunderbolts times two. That's not a terrible pick. Um, why, as a fan, I've been watching them doing better recently, and I think this is their year. Green Ducks for three. Why Green Ducks are a consistent team, and I think they were going to have a good year. Uh, yeah, they're consistent. Arrangers. Why their second place last year shows momentum. That's what I thought. Mellow Yellow. <laughs> Why? Second group in qualifiers, plus I'm a big fan of them. I love Mellow Yellow too, and they're actually performing okay this year. Thank you for reading this email. I enjoy listening to the show. Ethan, listen, I am glad you wrote in. Don't take what I said too harshly about rapidly. Um, I love your opinions. I think that you thought out your answers, and I got to give you credit for coming up with all these facts. Obviously, I'm going to have an opinion, and obviously, I like to yell a lot about marbles, so... Uh, if, if you feel like I was yelling at you a little bit, don't get too, uh, don't get too faced. But if you've been listening for a while, you know, this is the marble guy way. So, um, yeah. thank you for writing in. I really did enjoy your email. I hope you keep writing yeah. in with, thank with you so much. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. It was, uh, <laughs> a live chat. I am like the Simon Cowell of marbles. I really am. Um, thank you. Thank you for that. That's actually funny. I just imagined like, that was absolutely dreadful. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, let's not talk about relay. Um, Okay couple more emails here. We got some big ones. This is good, though, because you got to hear what people think about what's going on right now. Richard comes in. Number one, marble team chances. Um, Richard says, Savage Beaters will be ranked first unless Arrangers or Hazers finish at least 12 places ahead of them in Marble League. I believe what? that first, uh, the overall the overall point value... Like, from, like, the, like, from like, the, the over, like the overall team rankings from every year. Oh, okay. So for for overall lifetime rankings for marble teams, Arrangers and Hazers can overtake the Savage Beaters at first overall if they finish 12th place ahead of them in Marble League this year. That's actually really interesting. Thank you, Richard. Um, Richard also writes in Team Sprint, he calls this. For the Marble Games of Summer, Marble League, instead of Relay Race, it will be a Team Sprint. Should it be the first, second, third, or fourth marble on the team to cross the finish line, decide the winner. Um, it's been yeah this is something I've always wondered about like uh, I don't think we've ever discussed it but like in all the races like this it's always been the third marble if I'm not mistaken I like that I like third marble because what it does it encourages teamwork to be fast but it also leaves room for one marble to suck and I think that makes a lot of sense so I would personally say third marble because I actually do like that structuring but I mean that's up to you um, yeah, I think that's. I think that works too. And it, it should always be an addition a... of the three times. I'd say. I feel like it's almost point. It's almost pointless to have to have everyone race if you're only going to end after the first marble. You know. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. For sure. Because then it's not really a team 
situation. Like, sure, like, like, yeah, they, they can, like, fight and, like, push the other team members aside and push their member ahead. But, like, for the most part, they're really kind of doing nothing. Right, right. For sure. All right, final email hit. Well, we have two more emails. One of them was sent to me over Discord, though. Okay. So, Edu um, <clears throat> has two emails. Uh, one was before jousting came out, and one was after. So, here we go. His subject is jousting. What is that? <laughs> we know now. Um, Edu says, I'm interested to see how this new event will unfold, but first, my impressions of stages four and five of ML 2021. Funnels. The three different sizes led to an interesting variation in the action and the results. I agree. Showboating, upsets, comebacks, everything happened. I agree. Relay. While the gold was the most normal result so far, four wins and five attempts. Wow. The speeders are crazy. We, we still saw some strong contenders falling behind and the two most forgotten teams making it to the finals. I agree. That's it was true. an interesting relay. We'll talk about that. But I really want to know is what are your opinions on the new addition to the league, which is coming this Tuesday? While we already know some takes on jousting, this seems to be the first time someone executed it with physical marbles and in doubles. Um, well, I do. Jousting is a event for this episode, so uh, hang on until later on this episode. I will be giving all my opinions on jousting. Um, mm-hmm. Update with his opinion, because jousting came out by the time we're recording this. This mix of a ball battle and block pushing produced some interesting results, which I can see why. Building speed was an important aspect to get a good impact and sticking together to transfer most of the energy onto the ball bearing. These were the keys to success. I agree. Very astute. Edu is always uh, one of the smartest... Uh, people on the planet <laughs> wow he should be a big phrase he's a smart man the way the way he writes his emails are very concise are very um well thought out um are very are usually very poignant in a way so um, i always appreciate to do when he writes in um i'm excited to talk about jousting i'm excited to talk about what i think are the strategies for jousting but we'll um we'll get there one more email this one's a long one let's jump into it and then on to the uh duration of the show here all right, so Super Yak writing in. Oh my crook! It's a long email. <laughs> Ooh, here we go. It doesn't have a subject because it was sent to me on Discord, but here we go. This email contains my fantasy picks along with way too much reasoning behind each team. Wow. And also, my opinions on the event so far. At the end is my trivia question for today. We'll just do your trivia question because we're not going to do a trivia segment probably for the next, the rest of Marble League because there's so much Marble League to just talk about. But uh, we'll do your question because you write it in. Times three for Savage Speeders. Brendan, cover your ears. Why? I think that's not a bad pick. Yeah. I followed the guide and agreed with most of the ideas. But the one thing I didn't do on mine was put my winning prediction times three. My re- mm, Interesting. My reason for this is I did not feel confident enough to make a winning pick. Well, that makes sense. I originally yeah. thought the Raspberry Racers, but I thought of Mellow Yellow and couldn't decide. So I went with the Speeders. Do I, do I think they will win? Probably not. Facts. Um, do I think they will podium? Yes. Wow. That's strong. I think they will get second or third this year. I feel confident enough to make that my time straight. Um, I think they'll, I think they'll top five. Yeah, I, I think so too. Like, they, like they've, they, they've, they've had their low point and they've already done the claw back. It's kind of like they're here to stay now again. Like this is how it is. And they're already in fourth. So we'll see. Times yeah. two raspberry races. Um, this one, I feel better than Mellow Yellow. I would agree with that. They had mm-hmm. a very strong performance in the qualifiers, and they showed in the past that they have the ability to rack up many points if they get the chance. They have a less than expected. They had a less than expected 2020 ML finishing in ninth. <laughs> However, they had a strong start to that year, up at one point 
second or third in the standings. That is true. They finish with one of each medal, and while they aren't the best in M1, their performance in both the start of 2020 and 2021 shows that it doesn't phase them. I heavily thought about putting them in times three, but I just had a weird feeling that I couldn't be too confident in that. I agree with you. Reservations will not win this year. And the reason I say that is because there's too much saturation of other unexpected teams messing with the medals positions right now that I don't think the Savage, uh, the Raspberry Racers are going to be the ones to emerge from that conglomeration uh, victorious. Um, we got we Rojo Rollers and Chocolatiers and weird teams up there. Momo? Um, weird. Times one Rangers. This team is going to finish fourth or fifth overall. <laughs> That'd be a miracle right now. Um, they won't podium, and I don't think they will beat the Speeders. If they wanted revenge, I think they would have done it in the M1 season two. I disagree with that. They are not an M1 team compared to ML, where they have shown they are skilled enough to compete competitively and win. However, they finish in 10th, disappointing their standards. The start of the season so far reminds me of 2019, where after the event two, they were dead last, but then over the rest of the league, they managed to climb their way up and finish sixth. That is actually fair. The team, I feel very True. strongly, would get themselves together by the end of the tournament and will podium in at least two events. Well, I mean, I'm missing out on those podiums. I'm really missing out. Oh, Where's you so in? are. Where are the two podiums that you speak of, sir? Yeah, I'm yelling at my wall right now. Not much there. We're moving, so all my dressers are gone. Where are my podiums? Name the events. It's going to happen. Can I get one? Can I get one? <laughs> it, it's so sad when you like lose like knowing the what your fantasy is at. It's like you can we give Brendan a podium? It's the O Rangers. We all know the cheer. Oh well, you know, shut up. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 just I'm just gonna continue the email. Mellow yellow, mellow yellow. Let's let's mellow down here. This team is at a high risk reward team. Either sorry, I can't fucking. So how? Uh, what is going on with your Rangers, man? Mellow Yellow. This team is a high risk reward team. Either they are in title contention or they are in last place contention. Now you know what that must be. That might be the smartest thing ever said about the O Rangers Super Yak. Um, this team seems to alternate between them, and hopefully, this is the year they are good. They have what it takes. They do. All of their members can and have excelled at events in the past. Yellow won two golds in five-meter sprint. Yellow is a good distance runner with silver in the marathon last year and decent stats from M1 Season 1. Yelly's a good long jumper um, with bronze last year and also a good sand racer in the team with a gold in 2016 sand rally. And I was running in first a practice race 2021 before they got stuck. Yellum just got... Yellum. Yellum just got a silver medal in jousting somehow, which shows that he has potential. Yella has gotten a gold and bronze in high jump 2017-2020. But unfortunately, without jumping events this year, that won't be useful. The question overall for the team is whether or not they end up using those resources to their advantage. In bad years, they've been simply unlucky. I believe this team has what it takes to win it all this year. They have a similarly strong performance in the qualifiers for the Raspberry Race with two goals and guaranteed qualification for the first event. After event one, they showed they could do it. After event five, they showed they could not do it. I <laughs> didn't feel confident to put them as a multiplier as the racers, which turned out to be good for now. I still think that from the qualifiers' performance, they are a good pick. Shit, that's a lot about the Melio. Yeah, they're a good pick. Eh. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> um, number one, Rojo Rollers. Half of this has been emails. Um, 
The Rojo Rollers have the potential to be a team that can do really well. I have a feeling they will do well in triathlon, moguls, rally, and marble cross, mainly because Rojo Uno excels in sand. Rojo Uno placed second in sand rally in 2016, won the 2018 Constellation sand race, finished second in the practice race, and finished fifth in the qualifier sand rally. Of course, since the sand events are a large portion, it would make sense to put them on there, except funnels. The team has yet to show who they truly are and currently sit in the bottom part of the standings. However, I feel they will rise up towards the end of the season. Two other things I want to mention. First is the bashing of velocity for not picking if past the heat, past the, I guess, first heat in five minutes. Oh my god. Past the first heat in five minute sprint? I don't even want to read the rest of this. It's a savage speeders. I don't care which marble you put out there. I don't, I don't, it, the, the, the marble you put out there for five meter sprint on the savage speeders team should pass the first heat. I'm going to read the rest of this because I'm nice. <sighs> While I agree that um, Velocity should have advanced, keep in mind that the Heat one they were put with was filled with other skilled sprinters and could have eaten. No, but uh, it's the Savage Speeders. They are supposed to be the most skilled sprinter. And actually, you saw as a team, because the other racers are all good and the Savage Speeders, they easily won one relay. Easily, not even like a. Con it really wasn't a contest. Let's be real. I'll actually pull up. I'll pull up relay today when we talk about it. They won the final heat. They won the finals by a mile. All right. Mile finals. That that that, that, that felt like they rhymed in my head, but that really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they could easily be confused for a semifinal or final, leading a couple people to call that the group of death. Okay. In fact, this lineup is exactly the same as the semifinal run from 2020, five meters, except yellow and C were swapped. Yellow, as I mentioned earlier, two golds in this event in the past, clearly a veteran sprinter. Smoggy, silver, five meter sprint, finished in fifth and 20th, held the first record set in 2020. Billy, fourth in 2019, sixth in 2020, should be the weakest one here, but had a great record setting performance in the heat, so that removed the possibility of beating him. I mean, you, you, you have stats, you have data, you have evidence. I don't care. The Savage Speeders are supposed to get past the first heat and sprint. I don't care who we race against. I do not care. I just don't. What's the name of the team, Waff? The Savage Snailers. You know what? We're going to move on to the rest of the email. <laughs> All right. Also, my take on some of the events so far. Super Yak, you really got a lot to say today, buddy, but uh, I love it. Swing Wave. While it's not the most entertaining thing to watch, it's true, it is, in my opinion, the ultimate team event. It tests out basically every skill except for balancing. No. No, it does not test out every skill except for balancing. We have to talk about three other events, but can someone remind me to come back to that at some point? Because it's just not true. Sure, um, yeah. But he's going to try to explain it. Strength to possibly push others into the zero zone. Teamwork to plan out how they will roll down. Speed to get farther down and not get stuck in fives and sixes. Precision to not go too far. Endurance possibly because they had to do it twice. <laughs> Grasping at straws there. Balancing, not really anything much to mention that you haven't said already. Five meter sprint, not too much to mention on my end except my velocity ran earlier funnels i think the blue funnels didn't really do much to add to the course feel but i did not like how the first green funnel had the marbles dropped into it almost straight line instead of dropping into a circle it didn't feel right to me also i note that the winners of the first two heats got a medal 2019 is the only other year that has occurred that's cool relay note the orangers in the first heat in the semifinal um 
how it seemed the final legs tired out in the semifinal after running a good first heat. On the flip side, the first legs in the first heat didn't go too fast, but the semis, they started out strong. Now, that's interesting to look at. Jousting. So far, all out of all the events that have taken place, this is my favorite. I like the graphics a lot. I like the commentary notes and the extras that were much better than any of the previous events. I also like the situations where Marble, like Speedy, Lightning, and where the back Marble would run back up the track and then come down and give it a final push. Yes! Can't wait to talk about that. I didn't like, however, that the ball bearing was slow and seemed to be hard to move. I did. Um, but other than that, I thought it was a great event. Although it's hard to imagine the fact that Yellum and Cloudy, both reserves with 0 and 3 prior points respectively, now have medals to their name. That is true. Also note that the hurdles event is no longer going to be the flaps like in years past, but instead will be actual jumps! No way! Yeah. Did you not We've see talked that? about this! I don't know if they're going to be jumping over anything, but they are jumps. They are jumping now. I guess I just didn't... I didn't we'll have to pull out the preview. You know how many times me and Waff mentioned that we want hurdles to be actual jumps? That's going to get a good mm. rating this year if it's executed well. Good. I hope <sighs> it's good. I hope it's good. Trivia this week. Sorry, guys. We had a lot of emails this week, but we had a lot of makeup to do. It's been... Uh, we had a late episode this time. This is Difficulty. Be a if you get this entirely, you have my full respect. Now, that is something to say from Super Yak. All right. What um, difficulty? That's the difficulty. If you get this entirely, you have my full oh. respect. <laughs> Question. There were two duo events in 2020 ML, a Newton's Cradle and Black Hole Funnel. I don't want to ever hear Black Hole Funnel again. The three teams kept the same pair of marbles for both events. Three teams kept the same pair of marbles for both events without changing a single marble. Name those teams and their marbles. Well, I I just saw one of the answers by accident because I scrolled down too much. Thanks for putting a spoiler box, Super Yak. He didn't. Um, so I saw one team name, but um, so I will uh, get one right. So I'll, I won't say that one. I don't think it's the Raspberry Racers because I know I think they had Rozzy for the Black Hole Funnel, which they didn't do for the previous one. I don't even know how uh, you remember that. Uh, it's because I looked up uh, Raspberry Racer stuff in terms of funnel endurance. And I just typed in funnel and then hit control F to search funnel stuff. So I know that that's that's just recent knowledge I have. Uh, I ain't got no idea. Da, 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 well, I know da. one of them, but I I'm not say, going to say it. I want to say Momo, first. maybe, but like I feel like Momo changed it up. But maybe yeah. they didn't. Momo O-Rangers. Um... Uh, two <laughs> that is two that is two and i just can't think of anything else i don't know freaking Mel- Cho- chocolatiers are there right um yeah yeah they were yeah maybe chocolatiers sure why not um i know a rangers and answer i saw it by accident i'm not even gonna try to name the marbles i saw clementine ah. The other two, I promise I didn't see them. So if I get them right, sorry for being smart. Uh, <laughs> that's hard. Um, who's most likely to keep the same? I would, I lean like hazers and green ducks. That's it. I just lean. I just lean. Mm. What's the answer? The answer indeed. Oh, he put the spoiler box around. Savage Speeders and Thunderbolts. Ah. 
Listen, that was a really hard question. If anybody else like listening got that question, I demand you email in and just tell me that you did before I said the answer because you know a lot about marbles. That is a ridiculous question. That is a very hard question to be able to get. Um, <laughs> but thank you, Super Yak, for sending that in. And um, you test us to the max. But it's information yes. we now know. Black Hole Funnel was great, says one of our live chat members. Someone someone find the episode where I talked about how bad that thing is and send it to her, please. Because I, it's, I, what, it's whatever the episode that the event came out with. I don't know just which one it go was. Find, please, please, please. Um, actually, I'm inclined to now bring you on the show and let you defend that. Because I that is by far, like that is the, that like is, I said, this is how I phrase it. That is the only video ever on JMR's channel that I have purposely and happily downvoted. I downvoted that video. I gave it a dislike. And I don't even, I don't do that often. Even if I don't like a video that much, I don't, I usually just don't touch the like or the dislike. I disliked that video because it was so bad. It was such an insult, in my opinion, to Marble Sports. Um, wow. I don't think Showdown Black Hole Funnel was good either. Um, but let's move on to events. Um, we've done half the episode. Yes, <laughs> it's time to um, go to Marble League. To start with events, we'll talk about fantasy. Well, if you talk about your fantasy, I'll go find mine while you talk. I am slaying it, boys. Oh my gosh. I am just absolutely shredding it, dude. I am r tied for ninth place right now, and I got 97 more points from jousting. I'm going up. I, my top four pick, well, four of my picks are in the top four. That is insane. The only one who's not in the top four is my, one of my times one picks, the Rojo Rollers, which doesn't infect anything that much. I am doing so dang well. Like, I actually have a chance. And no, it's early. It's, we're still at the halfway point just yet. But with the way things are going, my word, and the Mo Momo's performance, oh, we're going to talk about it for each event, man. This has been fantastic. I am not nearly as excited. I'm in, I'm in 216th place. Out of, what was it, 376? Don't, don't add words to it. That is pretty bad. It's still right. I will get some extra points from um, jousting, so I'll move up a little bit. 393. 393? Oh, wait, that's a total. Yeah. But... But remember, remember there, are some, there are some duplicate teams for some reason that still need... So that, that they're, you will be shifted up maybe like a dozen places maybe yeah we'll see but i don't know what to tell you well rangers have not been performing where they need to be performing savage beaters have been slow to start though we'll talk about relay cat size have been mid-pack i did not think they were going to win but we'll see where they end up raspberry racers and glaciers started well have slacked off raspberry racers are my best team on my team right now right all teams on my fantasy are better than the O-Rangers right now. <sighs> we have a tough year coming, guys. But we have 10 events left. Um, but we'll talk more O-Rangers as we get into events. Let's start with the first event. I'm pull it up here on the Chrome, the YouTubes. Yes, let's do it. I haven't actually Funnel endurance. Now, 
Waff. Let's start normal. Let's rate this event out of 10. Let's talk some fun well, on the You know, I feel like, like, I've actually kind of enjoyed us like, talking about it and then giving a rating at the end, like, after we, we hear each other's positions on it. Sure, go ahead. Say what you want about Funnel Endurance. So, okay, Funnel Endurance, I feel like this is about as close to perfection as Funnel Endurance could ever hope to be in terms of an event. Like, we mm -hmm. had one perform, like, the first heat. We had the, like, a really incredible comeback with Momo. Like, they were, like, the second marble, it was, like, the second or first marble down to the last funnel, and then they finished in second place. It's... So it's, it's like, what the heck? That's crazy. And then you have in Heat 2, where Rezzy is just absolutely dominating it by, like, a, over a minute over the rest of the other marbles. Like, that's that's just stupidly insane. And then in the last Heat, you have an actual close finish. I've never thought we would ever see it. Normally you can, like, tell after a certain point which marble is going to go through first. But yeah. with that that little duel between, uh, I think it was Chaco and uh and rezzy like i didn't know who was gonna go through first i was actually on the edge of my seat waiting to see who was gonna go through first that was you know what? i was gonna i was gonna wait for my rating but you know what 10 out of 10 that was as perfect as funnel endurance wow. could ever hope to be we that was rare that a 10 out of 10 is given out on this show uh for something that jmr does um wow so you're saying that you want absolutely nothing changed? It was honestly perfect. It like there was nothing that I could think of that would be better. It was it it, it executed every possibility that could happen, and all of them were amazing. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think that funnel endurance was good this year. I like the three different size funnels. I think that it's true that um, on the green funnels, things can get a little shoddy with um, going in at a nice curve and sometimes just dropping straight just the way it's set up, and they need to work on that. They need to work on that drop range and really work on a curve, have the track start outward and curve a little bit in and, and just figure that out because that's a little bit shoddy right now. But other than that... It was a really good event. It was fun to watch. We saw some good teams perform pretty well. Um, if we take a look at the finals right here, we had a Rangers up there, which was nice to see. I know they did bad in the finals, but we had other interesting teams. Shining Swarm. Is that Shining Swarm? Oh, no, not Shining Swarm. Let me... Uh, no. Oh, no, Shining Swarm. Yes, Shining Swarm was actually in the finals, um, along with Momo, of course, and Chocolatiers even. So um, it was a really it was a really good event. Um uh, with a good diversification, uh, diversification, wow, big word, for um, new teams, old teams. Uh, speeders, of course, were in there as well. Um, I was definitely a little upset when the Speeders and Rangers dropped in early in the finals, and, and that, just, that just killed my day for sure. But uh, it, was, it was suspenseful to the last funnel. I have to be honest, it really was. So um, I have to say I really enjoyed it. I would give this a 8 out of 10 because I want to see a little improvement in the green funnels and how marbles go in. But mm. besides that, it was a really fun event, um, and it's always a classic. It's a classic. It's a basic of marble sports. It's never going to get too low of a score because it's it's part of the skills of a marble racer. Since funnels, when marble sports was made, when marbles racing, when marble tracks were made way back in the day, funnels were a basic track piece. Mm -hmm. So being able to handle yourself in a funnel is very important, um, and I always love how quickly funnels can change how like you can go from first place to dropping through three funnels quickly by accident and 
go into last place and how marbles and all the momentum shift they have. Sometimes a marble can fall in first to a funnel, but then get hit a bunch of times by a different marble. All that transfer momentum is real and can change the outcome very, very drastically. I always enjoy that suspense um, uh, in, in uh, funnel endurance for sure. So I have to say this was, uh, this was a fun one to watch, even though my team's eh, underperformed a little bit. Yeah, um, I do gotta say that there, that is probably the one thing that, like, yeah, the transition into the first rain funnel is a bit rough. That's probably the one thing that could be fixed. But like, just the fact, like, I mean, I've I think I've always enjoyed the funnels event, but like, I've never been this ecstatic. And I I do recognize that Parbit is like some of my favorite teams were the ones who were doing well. But like, I and I probably wouldn't be as excited if it wasn't them. But I do get, the, but just like the the narrative of seeing that, like like the massive comebacks and the and like an an incredibly dominant player, are just naturally and like think fun things to see and watch. That I I'm sure I would have been maybe just a little bit less, but still extremely ecstatic watching it. For sure, for sure. Um. Anyway, with that being said. Let's just uh, jump into the next one. I mean, there's, there were surprises, I guess, um, if we take a look at the final funnel standings. Um, let me get to them. Come on. Uh, I mean, Chocolatiers won, which is they did, very yeah. unexpected. Was... And um, Rojo Rollers First were up gold there. since 2017, right? Yeah, yeah, as, uh, as uh, Greg mentioned. Um, obviously... Um, it was unfortunate to see the Rangers and the Savage Beaters come up short of the medal in the finals, but it was it was definitely a flip in the standings. Uh, Raspberry Racers got a good medal there. Lime Limers even was able to squib into eighth, which was uh, fun to see. Um, it was a good finishes. Uh, does it show much to me about what's going to happen in the future for these teams? Hard to say because the Chocolatiers are so unpredictable. Same with the Rojo Rollers, but um, I was definitely worried about the Rangers and the Savage Beaters seeing them not get top five either of them in funnel endurance uh uh an event that's usually easy points for them so um definitely a, a mix up this year with all the new teams agreed and we'll see that with the next event especially let's talk about relay yes uh relay uh it wasn't there wasn't too much being shaken up but like i think like the biggest thing was like uh that i saw you know the arrangers like they they made it to the the, uh, the quarterfinals, but then they kind of lost. All, it seems they just lost all their stamina, and they just really lost it there. But the finals is like was so interesting to watch. Like the savage, like like there's the obvious one that everyone knows because you know Greg mentioned like you know those savage speeders have won the have won five meter relay four out of five times that the, the, the event's actually been run, which is ridiculous. That's just kind of insane to think about. Yeah, I know. I mean, obviously, uh, the Savage Speeders were the favorite to win this one, and they did by a long shot. I'm pretty sure the Arrangers don't move on here from the beginning, do they? Uh, no, they, they do. They yeah, move, they do they, get they, to the, the first next. Heat they yeah, they do get to this first heat. I forgot about that. And I was and I was like, I was I was hoping for good things, but then they died they in the second semifin- heat. And I want to take a Apparently look. I was wrong. They made it to semifinals. My bad. Not quarterfinals. They made it to semifinals. Well, quarterfinals is the first heats. Um, I want to take a look at the Arrangers oh, in the oh. semifinals um, here, if we can get a look. And it's just it was just un- disappointing to see, but what really happened is the Rangers start off well, you see, and transfer well. They were in first place, but it all died in that third marble, and the transfer to the fourth marble wasn't even that bad, but the death was in whoever was racing third. And 
likely that marble was probably the very slow arranger marble that raced in five meter sprint. And there's a weak link in the arrangers relay team. And that showed in that third leg, they were in first and they went, they dropped like a full foot backwards relative to the other marbles um, in that in transferring into that third leg. So either a very, very bad transfer or um, a very slow third leg, a weak third leg. I don't know which marble that was, unfortunately, but it was disappointing to see. And, and that's, that weakness has me actually worried for this year on the old Rangers. Whoever that marble is, is, is a weak link that really could cause problems later on this year. So, um, I, 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 I gotta say, I don't know. I don't know what to think after seeing that. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say. I'm not really sure either, but like, uh, like for all we know, they were just tired from like, like they put in quite a bit in the first two. So like maybe they just need to learn to, I guess maintain their stamina more. I don't know. It, it it is it's it's tough being on that stage in front of the whole world, you know. But so Rangers are used to it, and and like they they usually excel at these speed events, and to see one marble really falter like that when the the rest of the team is is pushing like usual is it, it's not nice to see. It's not it's not what we should have seen from a veteran team as such as them. So. That's a worry. That's a worry. We have 10 more events, and, and it, we could turn it around, but that is a worry for the Rangers, for sure. And, mm. and I don't really know what to do about that. I don't know what they should do about that because um, it's not it's abnormal for them, for sure. Yeah. Um, to but talk about the Savage Beaters, to- uh, I want to talk about them. All right, sure. Look at the final. I'm just have the final up here. They start out okay. And then, I mean, they just take over at the end. And they just take it away, They win by half a foot. All right, and... and when I when that happened, I was just like, exactly, that's what's gonna happen, all right. And then, and and like honestly, this is the finals. And and um, let's see who actually was in the finals. So Momo, Shining Swan, Indigo Stars. So we had very odd teams in the finals. Teams yeah. that we wouldn't like Momo. We've seen Momo fail miserably at five meter relay often in the past. Um, Shining Swan, Indigo Stars. We haven't seen really at all, but um. I think it just goes to show that no matter who's there, the Savage Speeders aren't going to lose five meter relay and not just win it, but really win it. They were up by, I mean, the, the difference in seconds is two full tenths, and that's a lot for five meter relay between uh, first and second, um, and like four between first and fourth. So um, the Speeders are, uh, I mean, it was expected, and it was good to see that because the Speeders were also struggling a little bit early on, but. Um, Honestly, I think this this is the kind of thing that is why I sit here at the beginning of the season and say to you, pick the Savage Beaters for your fantasy, because they will do this. They will have more golds by the end of this season. They will get you more points by the end of the season. They actually got fourth in jousting, which is pretty good for an event that nobody's ever seen before. They're going to get you points. And they're going to do everything they can to make sure they don't finish below the top five. Because they've never finished below the top five in anything. <laughs> okay. You mentioned that Momo does bad in relay, but honestly, they've either finished middle of the pack or top of the pack on most of their relay runs. They've, so done, they've, un- been- they've done unimpressive, we'll say. Momo is not usually the team you think of when you think of relay. Because they, they usually get maybe semifinals and that's it. Sure, fine, whatever. I guess that's that's fair. But I think the speeders winning is good. Now for rating, I'll throw a rating out there. Um 
I'd say, I, I mean, really, is a classic. I enjoy Relay personally. I didn't enjoy watching the Rangers fail, but that doesn't take away from the event itself. So I'd give it an eight out of ten. It's Relay. It has to be there. It's a fun event. So I'm giving it. Yeah, eight like, out of 10. It, it was. It was interesting. There was some like there were some surprising finishes. Uh, EG mentions that the fastest time for that race was uh, it was won by the the Shining Swarm, which was a very interesting thing to 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 think about. And because they had the sand, the little sand detail again at the end, which I appreciate. So you know, I think that you know, was fun. Yeah, it's just it's a standard event. Uh, eight out of ten. To, yeah, it's good. Like, like I guess if you're also ringing, like, like if there's room for improvement, is it really anything that they can improve in terms of the execution of it at this point? Honestly, no, I, I really don't think so. They, I like the sand at the end. I guess Sorry. like uh, um, if, like they, I don't think they did anything to help prevent the issue that happened with in 2019 with uh, Raspberry Racers and the Midnight Wisps. So that, that could probably anymore. still happen again mm. with the transfer block like flying out. That they, maybe they have and they they put like an adhesive underneath them. But like I mean, as far as like, but like, like as far as we can tell, it might still be possible to happen again. So I guess that's one thing they could fix. But like Possibly. because we haven't seen it, maybe they've already done it. So like it's I don't know. Like I guess like eight out of ten. Yeah, it's just. Is is a good event. Is good to watch. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I I'm I like relay. I think I always got to be there. Um, it's interesting to see five meter sprint relay and hurdles all in, as events this year. Usually they do two out of the three, um, but uh, it was a fun one. Um, and I like seeing the whole team get out there to race. I love how there's always differences in the handoffs. Marbles really do change positions through the handoffs. The handoffs matter so much more than even the racing in five meter uh, relay. Um, and that's what makes it really exciting to watch. Um, I'm I'm excited for Momo. I really am after seeing them yes. perform in 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 five minutes relay. I'm obviously sad about Rangers, but Momo. I mean, they're they're worth noticing. I usually overlook them. I always think, okay, well they're a mid pack team, but eh, they're slowly but surely finding their footing here in the Marble League. Um, mm-hmm. I I. I... I've been saying it since I think the be near the end of 2020, dude. Like Momo has been on this redemption arc for these past like these past few years, and it's like, like the, I feel it, it. I think it's the year of the Mo, my guy. I think it might be the year of the Mo. I'm not gonna win this year, but I think they will place uh, in the top seven. I give you. I think honestly, dude. I'm. I think they're. I think they're gonna finally podium. I think they're gonna do it. All right. Well, we'll see. We will see. That leaves one more event to talk about. My personal uh, favorite for today, jousting. And going into jousting, Momo was your first place team. So uh, definitely uh, interesting to see that. But jousting. So, Waf, I want to hear, man. Dude, jousting? Come on, man. Um, I think it's a cool idea. Like, in terms of, like, like actually replicating real-life jousting, I think this, is about, this might be about as best they could, even though it's not really jousting. I noticed, like, how, like, the, the ball bearing, like, seemed, it seemed to go, they, I think they put, like, a small magnet at the center to make, to so that the marbles actually had to, you know, put some effort to make the bearing actually, you know, move. No, it wasn't a magnet, it was a divot. It was a divot. Oh, it was a divot. I, yep. I, that's a very small detail to, I guess, like, I was at work watching it, so I, I couldn't, I didn't have, like, a bigger screen than my tiny laptop to... Like it's like it's actually a in. tiny divot in the center, so the ball kind of sits. So it's you have oh, to actually see, put some actually, force in that's it. That's pretty good. That's why actually. like the ball kind of would like 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 roll around like a funnel sometimes when it was hit right in the center and ah. stayed there. But like I love the strategies that were utilized. Like you know like 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 you know going back up the ramp or like or like how Momo did like they kind of backspinned off of the track by hitting it and then going into it for another hit. 
like there's the exchange where like it didn't really like 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 the chocolatiers and like mellow yellow like they like hit about like three times each which was kind of cool you could like you really see a definite like like the the best strategy of like you know maintaining like i know there's a specific word for it but like two combined by like bodies being so close together they're basically considered like one so like, by being so close they're basically putting all their energy and hitting it at once or like if they're close enough they'll bounce off and then hit the ball a second time where it's like there was definitely some strategy that you could clearly see being at play there so it was actually easy to follow i think maybe the the worst part about it was like it was hard to tell like was the i think it was centimeters just based on the size of the marbles but and like the in the dashes on the side were what they were gauging it off of but it was hard to tell, like, what was the points referring to? Like, was it centimeters? And, like, what, like, was it centimeters the over to the other person's side? Other and it took me a side. while, but I think it was like they were measuring it based off the center of the bearing, just because, like, yeah. that point nine and that point nine at one point. So, like, it was definitely, it took a bit of, like, personal effort to actually fully understand it, which I think is maybe a, which is definitely a sign of a, maybe like, you just, a poor explanation. Um, but, like, you know, it's the no, first event. It's this, this thing, same thing happened with surfing uh two years ago we all and we all know how that went so but i think this was a fun one i think i just need some more time with it it does feel a lot like collision but it's unique in its own way it's definitely better than newton's cradle and i, I also i like that little detail like like i don't know if anyone else noticed it but like on the, the the pit beneath them they put those little yellow ramps and like i could I tell like those were basically meant to like where the marbles could roll up it to get out of the the, the pit like they get basically like a ladder system. Oh my god! Like, now that I'm looking at it, that's what it is for. That was really cool. That's it's that such, is really that's cool. a, that's a cute detail. I love that. I I adore it. details like that. That's that's wonderful. Yellow, great job on that. So you know what? Seven out of ten. That's a, it was a it was a fun event. A bit hard to understand, but l- l- nice details and some interesting strategy to to decipher. This event's a ten out of ten. This is an easy ten out of ten. Like, not even, like, a question. This is a 10 out of 10. Three things I like about jousting. Number one, it's a, it's a new idea. It's a creative new idea. That's simple. That's simple and easy to understand. Yeah, the centimeter thing, Waff was confused at first. But simple and easy to understand. Marbles come down. You try to push the ball bearing to the other team's side. Simple. Easy to understand. You push it to the other side, you win. Okay, it has a simplicity to it that just like five meter sprint and relay and collision. Well, collision is a little complex, but that's in its own thing. More like what other event? Funnel endurance. It's just a simple, basic test of marble skill. Block push, which is a little evolution of block push and collision together. It's simple. And I love that about the event. I love how interesting it is in its simplicity. I love the attention to detail around the arena, of course. With the divot in the middle with the ball bearing. I love how fun it is to watch. To watch just like Collision. To watch marbles come down and a group of them all collide into each other. And things roll around. I love the unintended extra strategy added. As the marbles sometimes would roll back up the ramp and come down for a second hit. Or kind of spin back and then come back for a second hit. That unintended additional strategy or unintended additional chaos you could say. Marble Chaos Theory back to episode 10. um, That's added there really adds to the excitement of the event because it's not over yet. They come down and hit, marble starts, a bearing starts to roll. It's not over necessarily. Marble could go back up the ramp, come back and direct it some other way. All right? There's There's so much excitement and suspense in its simplicity, just like funnel endurance and 
five meter sprint that I I could not love this event more. I love how the um the tracks are staggered. So instead of uh, the marbles coming down right across that center line, uh, one team comes down on the right, one team on the on the on the near side, one team on the far side, uh, slightly to cause spin on the ball to cause um, an importance of um, it kind of does really point to strength being important here instead of just hitting the ball second. Because think about it, if the tracks were right down the center line, then all you'd have to do is just hit the ball second because then the marbles would have enough strength to redirect it. Another team that hit it second would redirect it every single time. But because they're not, they're staggered like that and they're not down the center line, even you don't necessarily have to hit the ball bearing second to win. You just have to, you have to be stronger and you have to have a tight pack group and um, uh, uh, have a good strategy. I mean, it's part of that. So I, I think this event was just set up so well. It was fun to watch. I love how unintended there could be ties because of that center divot, and and sometimes marbles would just impact each other so equally. There's so much to love here. I and and just I I want to see this again every year. I want to see this every year. I want this to replace something else and be in Marble League every year because it was that good. Um, I. There is actually one thing that I did kind of forget to mention. Like there, there was one point where like the tie between Momo and another team, and for whatever reason, they swapped sides. But that was the only time they did that. I feel like Yellow just forgot which ones was on which side. That's possible. I don't know. Like, like that, that was just kind of that. That also kind of coming here like, oh, oh, is that what's supposed to happen? I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that, I think that the the big thing for me, and 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 when we talk about making good marble sports, and we have before, and like really, what makes good marble sports. Um, events need to have as much simplicity as possible, but st- so we're easy to understand. We're, like, I could watch this, not hear any commentary, not know much about marble sports, and be like, okay, yeah, the obviously the goal for the one team on the right is to push it to the left. That's obvious without knowing anything. I know the centimeters thing might be confusing, shad waff, but that's the obvious goal here. But even with that obvious and simple goal, the possibilities, the chaos that can ensue in the arena, the possible formations of marbles after the ball is hit are literally endless. And we saw crazy things, crazy marbles going way back up the ramp. We saw marbles splay out to the sides. We saw marbles spin. We saw the ball bearing sometimes go half a centimeter or sometimes 100 centimeters. No, not 110 centimeters. Like it really is one of those simple but impossible to be the same every single time event. And I, you can't get better than that. This is true facilitating good marble chaos in an event. This is exactly what I mean when back, even back as far as episode 10, saying that marble sports is at its peak when you have simplicity, you have an event, but you allow for unintended chaos. Hmm. It, it you know is. You're, you're, yeah, and the, and think about it now. Like this is like, like it's nice to actually have a more unique event, where that, that that like really that like has a look and feel to it that's very different from other ones. And you you are kind of pulling me over a little bit. I think my by my rating up to an eight out of wow, 10. an eight. Oh my god, an eight. Oh my god, one two three four five six seven, eight. Sorry, I'm excited. I, I I mean like I I don't like it as much as you do, but like I'm actually I'm actually really happy for you. I'm glad that you really liked this and that you enjoyed it because like 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 
I want to say that's just what we're all here for. We're all here to have fun. Like, and if everyone can like have moments like that, like like funnel endurance for me or jousting for you, it's like like that's. I feel like that's fantastic. That's what we're all here for. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, uh, it's just really fun. Jousting is just really fun. Um, the pause here at the standings. We'll take a look at the standings to to wrap up. Yeah, let me get let me get that up here. Mm. Um. I think it makes sense to me, the teams we see at the top five. Hazers, Mellow Yellow, Team Momo, Savage Beaters, or Rangers. What do those teams have in common? They are all fast teams. They are all, Mm -hmm. well, not. I guess the Hazers are still on the verge of veteran team, but besides the Hazers, they're all veteran teams. The Hazers are a strong team. And the rest of them are all have a good um, stat for strength, a very good stat for speed, and they're veteran teams. And like, what do we see I, about I'm... the bottom? So one second, what do we see about the bottom? Green Ducks, Glaciers, Mini Maniacs, Rojo Rollers. Those bottom four are all are all newer teams to the ballpark here. They're all teams that we don't think of when we think speed. They're all teams we don't think of when we think strength. Green Ducks are new, and but I do not think strength when I think Green Ducks. I think I do think speed, but I, I think more consistency and just overall balance across I think balance really, but overall balance across skills. But they don't stand out as a speedy team. They don't stand out as a strong team. Um, but the top five are veteran standout teams. And for a new event like this, it makes a lot of sense to me that they're in the top five this year. Yeah, and like uh I'm not gonna like say that this de- definitively is the case because like I imagine like if I went into the stats if I see this like there's maybe some exceptions to this but like when I hear about those top five teams like generally one thing I do think about is strong teamwork and that's also a factor of like understanding each other and working well together is what really determines how well yeah. you did in jousting so I yeah. feel like let me someone probably tell me well actually the haters or Melio are not really good at team events like like and like which is yeah okay fine fair enough but like. Just when I th- when I think of these teams specifically, strong com- camaraderie and teamwork is what I th- is one of the things I think of. Yeah, um, Raspberry Racers as a, a very teamwork based team up there in six as well. Very. By the way, um, and yeah, these teams that just know each other at this point, Speeders and Arrangers know each other. They're going to be able to perform decently. Now, I would have liked to see the Arrangers and the Speeders do a little better. Um, I will say the Rangers did a little bit better than expected because they did... Okay, Hazers won and were by far the best at jousting. Mm-hmm. Rangers did by far the best against the Hazers. If you look at the Hazer stats, we got 4.9 they won by, 6.6 and 11.2. The Rangers only lost to them by 0.9. So the yeah, Rangers the by close, far though. gave them the biggest run for their money. Um, if the Rangers faced any other team... Honestly, they probably would have won. They probably would have beat Momo. They probably would have beat Mellow Yellow. They probably would have beat Savage Beaters. Maybe. Um, Hazers were just cracked at jousting. So, um, something to think about. Um, the Rangers didn't do that bad, and they ended up in fifth uh, from it anyway, so not bad. Um, Savage Beaters, of course, showing that they're not uh, they're not messing around. They still coming with a fourth. It's no medal, and they're probably they're definitely upset they didn't get a medal, especially since they lost to Momo. Which is um, for the Savage Beaters, you have to consider the fact that they 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 and Momo have been around for a long time, and the Savage Beaters, because Momo sucked a long time ago, kind of brush Momo off often 
So to see Momo defeat them at something like this is going to annoy them quite a bit. Um, but uh, we got a long, we got a long uh, Marble League to go here. Um, we're we're running low on time, but uh, Waff, looking at the standings right now, which I have up here on the Chrome, what do you see? Let's say okay, it's event six. What do you at the halfway point? All right, because what are the next two events? Do we? What are actually the next two events? Hurdles um, is next. Oh, you want to see the preview? Watch the preview. Um, the well, wait, okay, let's do predictions first, and then we'll watch the preview. Okay, I just watch the preview first. All right, so there's a preview for what hurdles is going to look like. I'm excited for that. Um, let's see if the preview comes up here. It's apparently going to be different. It's not going to be the little pendulums. With actually, that's going to change up things a lot. Hurdles and block pusher next. Uh, oh. Well. Oh my god, they did this so well. It's kind yeah. of like they the they have a slope up and then they kind of fall off a little cliff there. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited uh, for that. Momo is good at is good at block pushing, so I expect them to do well. Hazers have been not doing Wait, we got block uh, pushing this year? Yep. Really? They did block mm -hmm. pushing and jousting? Holy crap. Yeah. And they couldn't throw collision in there? <sighs> Yeah, I, Hazers, I, I know, do not have a good history, apparently, with block pushing, so like they, oh, they, no, they that's, a, that's a bit of a toss-up. Uh, speeders, I don't remember them doing well with either. Like, they, they, they didn't group up well last time I saw, at least for last year's block pushing. So Actually, they, they I, I want to see some, because I believe that... Uh, I have to go find um, ML... I have a... I feel like... I get the feeling that hurdles is going to be very similar to five meter sprint, maybe, but like, like it's hard because this is a the, now that they're innovating hurdles and it's different than it was before. It's going to require a different skill set. So, like you know, like like both, like both landing smoothly and then continuing that momentum without bouncing on the walls and whatnot. So like it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how well they all adapt because like we it's it's a it's a little bit of a different ball game now. Not sure how I'm not I'm not don't really know what to expect other than maybe similar results to five meter sprint. Um, I don't think it's going to be similar results to five meter sprint just because hurdles is different this year. But I think because there's a difference, you're going to see veteran teams excel because they're going to be a they're going to be more easily able to switch for the difference than a, a rookie team. Um, I personally think that the O Rangers will do well in block pushing because their record is really good, uh, first, fifth, and third in block pushing. Uh, hurdles is different case, and look at the preview at the end of the uh thing. So um, anyway. <laughs> that's s man as case and oh forgot i renamed him case and yeah Kaysen. why not um here's what i think i was in the middle of my predictions i think like i said veteran teams are going to do go don't going to do better in five meter hurdle this year a ranger should do good in block pushing based on their track record i'm really hoping for a podium this this year for for uh, block pushing i'm hoping for a resurgence in on uh, hurdles and i gotta be honest with you right now by the halfway point, if O'Rangers are not in the top eight, then we have a big problem. This need, it needs to happen now. There's no more possible. There's no more time for waiting. O'Rangers have to turn around now. These are two classics. Hurdles and block pushing are classics. The O'Rangers have sat with these events for a long time. Okay, they have to perform. This year, in these events, if they're going to turn things around for the back half of the Marble League. Savage Beaters, I expect to sit about at fourth place by the end of these two events. They will probably win hurdles. That's what I'm thinking too, yeah. Or at least podium. 
I, I'm going to give them second for hurdles. I feel like someone's going to edge them out, but they they could win. I think they will middle of pack and block pushing. It's just not their thing usually. Um, but they'll probably go sit about fourth place at the end of it. Team Momo is not going to... I don't see Team Momo doing very well in these next two events. Block pushing is... I don't, I'm don't. i going to take a look here. I remember Momo doing good No, they're actually pushing. good. No, they got second and second so far in block pushing, so never mind. Mm-hmm. I actually think I Momo might, might hold their lead. I don't know. Um, Raspberry Racers, I expect good in block pushing because of their, their high teamwork ability. Um, and also good in hurdles. Um, Thunderbolts may slip here. Um, Indigo Stars, I do not expect to uh, hold fifth place through these two events. These are classics. These are where the veterans have to show. They're here. They're, they're here to play. Crazy Cat's Eyes, it's hard to speak for them because they're always so unpredictable event to event. But I really think... I mean, what I want to happen is to see the Rangers at seventh by the end of these two events. But what I need to happen is to see the Rangers at at least ninth by the end of these two events. Mm. Or, or, there, or hope is going to be very thin on this team. We'll see. We'll see. If I have to be realistic, I think your top five at, at the halfway point are going to be Momo in first, Speeders in second, Ra- Racers in third, I'd say. Um, hard to say who fourth is, but I feel like the Ducks or the Cat's Eyes will be fourth. Ducks or Cat's Eyes mm. will be fourth by that. And then probably uh, Chocolatiers in fifth. That's what I really? see for a top Chocolatiers. five. That's what I see. Wow. Chocolatiers have been fast this year. Chocolatiers aren't a bad block-pushing team either. Let me... Uh, I did not record stats on them, but I believe they're not that bad. I have to, I'd I have to, so I have to look into that. And they're around for a while, so they're going to adapt better to the five-meter hurdles. Like I said, Momo is probably going to hold first through these next two events. These are teams I never hear you talk positive about, so I'm honestly just kind of excited. This is a, such a fun year. I'm like, like it's, it, it's great for me. I, I'm glad that we're having so much fun this year after everything that's happened before this. This has been a nice palate cleanser, man. Chocolatiers, I, I, honestly, honestly, Chocolatiers and Momo have done enough good lately that I actually think they will hold a top eight spot for the duration of the Marble League. They will. Except if the glaciers step in, because I don't know what's going to happen with the glaciers. It's, it's very what we is don't know. up with them. If the crazy cat size step in, if the hazers continue to step in, then the chocolatiers might push down. Then um, I mean, indigo stars won't stay up there, but then Momo might have trouble. But as long as those teams continue to be mediocre, I see chocolatiers holding top eight for the rest of the year. I see huh. Team Momo easily holding top five for the rest of the year. We'll see, though. That's going to do it for today. We've talked a long time. Waff, um, why don't you take us out for today? All right. So, originally, this episode was going to be recorded on July 31st, and July 30th is International Friendship Day. Now, you might be wondering, why does that matter, Wolf? Well, you see, I had plans for a belated celebration, but it's even more belated now because things have happened. Now, so to give context, I had an idea for a cover I wanted to do 
way back before episode 100 happened. But then I, I'm talking with Kay, someone, and I was like, you know what? Like, uh, doing a redo of Revenge would be better. It's like, well, so, but I really want to do this cover. So when can I do it? And it's like, well, this this cover has somewhat to do with friendship. So I'm going to see if I can find a holiday related to that. And then I found out that International Friendship Day exists. It's like, okay, I guess I'll do that. So it's a lot more belated than I expected, but... I have a, here's a Woof Tunes for ya. Uh, and we, if, you, if you're not a YouTube listener, uh, and when you get the chance, I think you should watch this one on YouTube just because I'm adding something a little special. Awesome. With um, that. Thanks, oh, Woff, oh. for doing that, by the way. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Uh, with that, I give you Disney's Friend Like Me. Roll on, Marvel sports fans. Master, I don't think you quite realize what you've got here. So why don't you just ruminate? Must I illuminate the possibilities? Well, Baba had them 40 thieves. Shahrazad had a thousand tails. But Master, you're in luck, cause up your sleeves, you got a brand of magic never fails. You got some power in your corner now. Some heavy ammunition in your camp. You got some punch, pizzazz, yahoo, and how I see all you gotta do is rub that lamp. And I'll say, Mr. Aladdin, sir, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, jot it down, you ain't never had a friend like me. Ha ha ha! Life is your restaurant and I'm your melody! Come on, whisper what it is you want, you ain't never had a friend like me. Yes, sir, we pride ourselves on service. You're the boss, the king, the shot! Say what you wish is yours, true dish about a little more baklava. Have some of column A, troll or column B. I'm in the mood to help you, dude. You ain't never had a friend like me. Oh my. No, no. No, no, no. Your friends do this. Your friends do that. Your friends pull this out the little hat. Your friends go woo! Well, looky here. <laughs> Can your friends go abracadabra? Let her rip and then make the sucker disappear. So just sit there, slack jaw, buggy out. I'm here to answer all your midday prayers. You got me bona fide, certified. You got a genie for a charge defense. I got a powerful urge to help you out. It's what you wish I really want to know. You got a list that's three miles long, no doubt. Well, all you gotta do is rub like so and ho. Mr. Aladdin, sir, have a wish or two or three. I'm on the job, you big nabob. You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend like me. You ain't never had a friend like me. Ha!